All right, guys, so we are back here in the suite. I am with my co-host as usual. We have Uriel. What's up? We have Matt. E. And, of course, we have Indy. How's it going? Hello. I'm good. How are you? How's how's everybody? We're doing fine, man. I'm just glad to have you here for, like, the 80th time. <laughs> let's uh, let's get started how we normally do. Uh, guys, what are we? Uh, what kind of stuff are we snacking on this week? What kind of sweets we got? Yeah, Matt, what snacks are you eating? I don't know. I've had some uh, cinnamon rolls, um, a little bit of soda this week, but I've been kind of getting out of that, so which I guess is good, but I still, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's that's good for your health, but it's, uh, man, soda's just really good. It's really uh, it's really hard to quit. I'm like 20 pounds underweight, so it doesn't matter what I drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 20 pounds it underweight? It doesn't matter what I drink. <laughs> it will all fail. I can never gain weight. It's a curse. Oh, no, man. What's going nice, to happen Matt. if, like, it's really windy outside and you have to stand? What are you going to do, man? You're going to have to dig your feet into the ground. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> eh, whatever. We'll, we'll hope Matt doesn't blow away and, uh, you know, maybe we'll get him to gain some weight, get some awesome stuff. He'll get some suggestions today on what to, to go. Uh, Indy, what about you? What do you, uh, what do you got this week? I got some Japanese candy. Ooh. Yeah, it's Ooh. pretty cool. What kind of, what kind of Japanese candy? I have some right here, actually. Um, there's a sour one. It's really good. It's like, I don't know if you, you guys like sour candy. This one is really nice. It has a picture of a soda guy on it with a <laughs> smiley face and he's winking. I think you just described like half of all Japanese candy. Yeah, there's a lot of cute characters. Sometimes I kind of wish this wasn't a radio show, but instead a TV show. I because know. this is gold right here. <laughs> yeah, man. I want to uh, give you guys a visual image of it somehow, but a visual image as opposed to say a audio image. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I'm describing you... it. I got a Hello Kitty one. <laughs> Have you had run. any of the uh, the Japanese uh, Kit Kats? Uh, no, I wish. I've heard about like the different varieties there for some reason. They have so many different ones; it's insane. They have like peach. They have matcha. They have, uh, they have all sorts of different weird flavors. They have they have sake flavored uh, oh, Kit Kats, which I, I I do not joke. They literally taste like you dunked a Kit Kat in like a glass of sake. They taste just like alcohol. Can you order them? It's great. Mm. I'm sure somewhere. Like, I'm oh sure my. you can order them. Somewhere, oh god. But. I remember there's this flavor called white, which is basically yogurt, <laughs> but they call it white for some reason. I don't know why. White. I just find it interesting. Ugh, man. Which gets me to like what I bought today, which was uh, some of those uh, Laffy Taffy like rope things. Nice, nice. I got some uh, green apple ones to help with me talking on the podcast today. As you can see, it's um, uh, working fine. <laughs> I'm gonna That's warm good. up with some uh, some warheads. I don't know. I've never really tested my limits on how many of those I can eat at one time, but I decided not to. What's your favorite warhead flavor? Um. Well, I'm gonna probably have to go with lemon just because it's the sourest, and I love sour food. So sour is that the, the the lemon one's usually pretty good. I, I'm yeah. partial to the blue ones myself, but the lemon ones are are always good. It's the black ones, yo. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'm not really in it for the flavor. I just want to get that soury goodness. Yeah. Once the sour's gone, I just spit them out. Gotta get your sour on you. The black ones are the sourest, I think. The hmm. black cherry ones? Yeah, it's black cherry. Yeah. 
it is it's been a while since i've had a warhead like i i think it's probably been close to a decade since i've actually had a warhead. Oh damn you gotta you gotta start living i seriously i don't you gotta know what get the hell out I'm there doing right now. i've had too many cavities recently i gotta like cool it on like the hard candy <laughs> you got yeah i just yeah, but even even just brushing your teeth, I mean, you have like a hard candy or like some kind of like sticky like licorice or something like that. It just like sticks all over your teeth and like it tastes good. But I think I, I absolutely hate like that gunkiness just stuck to my teeth like a Swedish fish. I had I had um, it was like like Target brand Swedish fish, which was a mistake because they're not nearly as good as the real Swedish fish and they just stick to your teeth like it, it it's awful. I will say though the uh, the Trader Joe's uh, Swedish fish are really good, and they're called Scandinavian swimmers. And just for the name alone, they're worth it. But they, they actually taste really good. Yeah, that's a. That's are you a sure they're not candy. just Swedish fish, but like under a different thing? Because that's what no. store brands are. No, no, like the, the the Trader Joe's ones are a legit different product. Like they taste slightly different, but you can tell they're trying to be the same thing. I see. So it's it's a, a ripoff, but it good is, this mean, time. It's literally. like Saints Row to Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> just just not as good. Oh. Well, I've had uh, I've been having some cookies this week. Um, I made some some chocolate chip cookies with a, a recipe that I found, and this recipe is a little bit different because they had you add an extra ingredient into it, which actually kind of changed the whole complexion of it just a little bit, made it a little more chewy and it was maple syrup. It's kind of a game changer when you add it into a, a chocolate chip cookie. Cause you don't get that full maple flavor of it, but you do get that like uh, chewy, like kind of, I don't even know how to describe it. It just adds a little bit of a different texture to it and it makes it really, really good. You know, I'm, I'm from Canada and I've never done that. I, you need to start you need to do it it's maple land you have no excuse here. like you probably have like just like a tap on a tree right up yeah. front of the house yeah <laughs> yeah like you get that get some gravy get some cheese curds get some yeah. cheese some poutine put that on Party it time. bam you have like poutine poutine the candy <laughs> well this actually brings me into my first topic so I, I found this recipe online and you know the internet has kind of revolutionized how we we get recipes and how we, we you know, kind of get all this stuff for our, you know, baked goods and whatnot. Uh, but the question is, you know, has the internet, has the internet killed like the cookbook? You know, what is, what is your opinion on going with, you know, just a strictly digital cookbook or recipe versus like an old school, like physical cookbook, you know, physicals versus like digital recipe guides, you know, what do you, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, I like the physical myself. Why is that? But they're just, they're so expensive and it's hard to fit a lot of them. But I do like, the, like there's this one called Modernist Cuisine. Definitely mm. check out that cookbook. That cookbook will change your life. I swear. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and I have the digital version, but I don't like the, the physical one is so much. It's like, it's on my wish list. I still haven't gotten it for years. <laughs> but I just feel like I actually make the food when I use a physical one. Like I have the book, it's in my kitchen, it's right there. I'm like, what am I gonna make? Bam! When when I get on my computer, I have a billion tabs. I'll even if I open the website and look at the recipe, 
I'll, okay, I'm going to watch a video. I'm going to throw on a song or something while I do this. And then there's another time. I'm going to check my emails. Okay, something came out. Got to go there and get that shit. And like, it's just got to stay away you from You just my get computer. lost with everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unless I'm doing something productive on my computer, like in the program or something. But if it's a tab, it's it's over, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about having, you know, that physical item, you know, in in your hands you know you it, it's something it's a tangible thing you can uh, you can feel it you can you know you can lend it to someone you can say hey i found this cool thing and you can you can bring it to them it's like a, a, a little offering you can give to them you can pass it down from generation to generation you know cookbooks stay you know you know within family generations for for generations so oh, yeah. it, it's just something there's something about it but you can't really ignore you know what the digital side of things has done for this you know there's, there's Damn tons of straight. Yeah. I mean, I have a utilitarian approach to cooking. Like if I could go without sustenance or hunger, I would be happy. But instead I have those things due to evolutionary mechanisms and here I am trying to make food really quickly that's kinda healthy and at home, so I'm going with a cookbook. But I don't wanna like have a party or anything, so I just do it online. It's just sim- as simple as that. Yeah, I don't no- I don't read those things to like have a party or like have some fun. I'm reading them because I don't have anything better. Yeah, I know you've always been a digital guy. I mean, you've you've never been one to, you know, try to go for any kind of physical stuff. You know, you're you're always more of of the cutting edge or just kind of you know just having everything exist in your digital life. Exactly. I mean, I'm in the process of converting my brain waves into ones and zeros as we speak. Yeah, it's a long process, but I think it'll be totally worth it for you. Exactly, hundred percent. Digital is good because you can quickly copy down notes and ingredients you need to buy, like for grocery mm-hmm. list, or ideas for recipes you want to look up. Yeah, I mean um, it's it's good. It's I, I right use... there, but at the same time, with some of these digital things that you have coming out now, you know you can you know websites are integrating with like you know, like shopping list apps and stuff like that. And you can say, Oh, I want to make this recipe. Boom. It adds it all to your shopping list. Or even in some cases, like it'll go and like straight up order it from like the grocery store for you. So you can go and have it ready when you get there. Um, you know, other things, you know, they're integrating with like digital assistants. So like, it'll like read off a recipe to you. Like while you're cooking, you don't even have to worry about messing around with a book or, or reading anything. It'll just say, okay, add this, add this. And, you know, kind of take some, some work out of it so you know there are advantages to it um and, and just the multitude of stuff that you can find online is pretty crazy i mean there are literally millions of recipes for all sorts of cool stuff out there that you would never find in any kind of cookbook so you know it, it's it's conflicting it's it's a it's a hard thing to to kind of balance you can't find your grandma's old cookie recipe in a in on the internet so, you can put it true. on the internet. You can type it up. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Matt can barely work his computer. You think he's really going to type up his grandma's what? like cookies? You have a point. That's true. Yeah, I will I think... say Matt's grandma's cookies are pretty good, though. So, I highly how, recommend them. How would you had... know? She's never made cookies. Uh, don't like... don't worry about it. <laughs> well, maybe not for you, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I think digitally, like cookbooks are objectively better in every way but like having them on paper is just cooler and it's more fun so 
I don't know. That's my two bits. You show off. You bring your friends to your house, and it's like you got all this cool stuff on the shelf, and you know some of them have like interesting covers and and whatnot, and just interesting artwork. Um, and and for you know like an iconic cookbook or something like that, that's an important part of it. You know, you want to show that off. You want to have that physically there. Ah, that's mm-hmm. the most important part of your room. Yeah, definitely, definitely yeah, is. I got a lot of tapes and records, vinyls rather. Everything is a record. If it's an album, it's a record. Vinyl tape. I always make that mistake. <laughs> Still waiting on my buffalo wing flavored vinyl. It hasn't come yet. Buffalo wing flavored vinyl. Yes. Hmm. I that usually dip sense. all my cassettes in uh, barbecue sauce before playing them. I'm not sure that that's very good for um, for that. Um, you just but, freeze yeah. the buffalo sauce or the honey mustard or the ranch or whatever you bought into like a solid. So the grooves in it play off of the condensed sauce. And what you're hearing isn't just music, but also like the sweet, gorgeous smells of, uh, let's say, hmm, blue cheese. Hmm. <laughs> See, I make my own records out of... I, I like I melt pure citric acid, harden it in the shape of a record, put it on a player, and just lick it as it's sitting. Yeah, you're going to like erode your tongue. Definitely not. No, it it works every time. No, I used to be obsessed with citric acid. I would add it to my... I would buy the sour Skittles and then add a bunch of citric acid in a little bit of water, shake it up, make them super sour. That was the best. I had friends that actually snorted it a couple times. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. okay, um, okay. This is a family mm-hmm. show. Okay, we need to. We need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think of the family. Seriously, gotta keep it wholesome. Okay. Exactly. Now, Matt, you mentioned you mentioned something about uh, soda earlier. You were uh, you had some soda this week. Um, soda's come a long way over over the past uh, few decades. Uh, I would certainly say. Uh, what kind of soda were you drinking? I don't remember, actually, but oh no, no, I did drink a little bit of Pepsi. Pepsi's my favorite and my number one choice. Um, we could go have some issue. So, if it's your number one choice, is it only your choice? Pepsi for pizza. (laughs) If you understand what I'm saying, you've played this game called Pepsi Man. Oh, Pepsi Man! Yes, but it is my dream to eventually own it. PS1, even though it's like you're better nine. off just like watching a playthrough. The game only came out in Japan. <laughs> you are asking a tall order of people, man. Yeah. Well, I modded my PS1. Maybe if if uh, it's not broken anymore, I can. If it's not broken, you haven't checked, and you want the oh, game no, that I mean, badly. I I I modded it. It worked fine. I modded it, and then controllers don't work anymore. So uh, I think I broke it when I was modding it. But, you know, it's fine. Oh. Yeah, that <laughs> tends to happen sometimes, I guess. I'm not sure how the controller got affected, though. Well, guys, getting back on track, let's let us let us get back to our discussion about, about some soda stuff here. So Yeah, yeah, you're right. Down uh, to business. Uh, uh, seriously, come on. we got a schedule to stick with. Uh, what what are some of your favorite, like, flavors of soda? Like, what, like what you know, you want something different other than, like, your standard you know, Coke or Pepsi. And we all know Coke is better, so we're going to stick with that. Excuse but, me. You know, <laughs> uh, blueberry soda. Ew. Blueberry soda. <laughs> yes. There's this thing called Wild Bills where I lived in DC. They have a blueberry soda. It's is it like, is it like electric blue? 
it's they dyed blue, but it's not well, like yeah. it's natural natural no. blue. Not much stuff is naturally blue. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. So. That's what makes blue foods all that more exotic and exciting to me, you know? Yeah, right? That, that shocking blue color. Yeah, and when I so say fake. hear people say shit like, "Oh, um Concord grapes and uh blue blueberries aren't actually blue." I feel like getting up and hitting them. It's that bad. They don't understand <laughs> the value. You're just ruining the fun for you. Yes. It's part oh. of the experience. Have you ever do you remember uh, like a long time ago they had Pepsi Blue? Um I've heard of it but I wasn't really drinking sodas at that time. Okay. I part of me remembers at the time like this is awesome or like kind of you know it was it was awesome for a little bit and then it got really old and then they stopped making it and then I was like craving it again and you can't <laughs> get it. It just doesn't they stopped making it. Kind of like Crystal Pepsi for a while up until they brought it back recently but Crystal Pepsi mm-hmm. had like the benefit of all those like campaigns to bring it back. Like a lot of people went insane for Crystal Pepsi. I don't I think know. anyone's going to be like that for Coke Black Pepsi or uh Pepsi Blue. Yeah, I mean, Crystal Pepsi's got like this weird like nostalgic thing going on. Um you know, people like for the 80s. There's like this whole like subculture of like you know, I think it's like vaporwave music or something like that or like this aesthetic stuff that they like worship crystal pepsi i just i don't understand it because personally it's just it's not that good yeah they call it nectar or something like what are they crazy yeah it's just it's stupid personally for me i mean i you want like a weird soda i'm a big uh fresca guy grapefruit is is that that counts as soda yeah it is it's soda okay i thought it was like carbonated juice no no that that's a straight up soda oh okay, um and then also, I'm in I'm in Pennsylvania, Southeast Pennsylvania, and uh, you know we love our like Pennsylvania Dutch like sarsaparilla. Isn't that really, like really... basically another form of root beer? I've tried some sarsaparilla. It's very similar, very very similar, but it's just a little bit a little bit different. I had it one time, but I wasn't a big fan. It was kind of weird. Maybe it's just a uh, acquired taste. It is. It, you know, it's something you don't see anywhere, very many places, and, and even even in Pennsylvania, like Southeast Pennsylvania, it's it's not a lot of places. There are a few soda fountains you'll go to, and they'll they'll have them there. Some of the more like uh, I call them like hipster soda fountains, where they have like the the weird little micro soda brands there. They'll have them, and, and I usually get it there. Uh, but it's not something you want to have all the time because it's it's. I think you get sick of it pretty quick, but in yeah. moderation, it's like it's really good. See it, a, see it a lot okay. at like those vintagey towns. Oh my god! Yeah, vintagey exactly. towns. <laughs> towns. Okay, you know what I'm talking about, like old Sacramento and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. I've been to Sacramento. I know exactly what you're talking about. Andy, what about you? Uh, what do you What do you like for your your soda? God damn, mellow yellow. I've been trying to say it. <laughs> mellow yellow. Yeah, you ever tried it? Yeah, I have tried it. That's why I'm not a fan. Oh, get some lemon heads. Ooh. Okay. We're talking about the candy we like, sour candy. Get some lemon heads, some mellow yellow. You're going to have a good time. Mellow yellow is kind of like fresco a little bit. I don't think it's like grapefruit exactly, but it's it's similar. I don't know what it is. It's really hard to get in Canada, though. Mm-hmm. We can't buy Pepsi Blue, yet mellow yellow is like in every vending machine now. God. <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys How ever about... tried a, a cactus cooler before? No, but I have I tried Inca Cola. 
Inca-Cola? Is that like... Yeah, it's like that. Um, it's popular in like some Spanish-speaking countries in the Western Hemisphere. Basically, it's like bubblegum, but a soda. Hmm. That Sweet. sounds interesting. I don't know. Cactus Cooler is like oh. orange pineapple, and it tastes kind of like Pez candies or something, but like... It's oh, orange man, I love Pez candies. You gotta hook me up with that. Send me the dealer's number. I won't tell anybody. Okay. <laughs> it's just Cactus Cooler. Got it. Going back to, uh, we were talking about Japan earlier with some of those candies that Indy had. Um, you know, when I was over there, you know, they have all sorts of weird, like, soda flavors in the vending machines there and, like, you know, weird Fanta flavors and stuff. And they had a lot of peach flavored uh, sodas and, and some mm. other stuff like that. Um, it's really interesting, kind of refreshing, a nice change from, you know, what we normally see in the United States or Canada. Did you call it Fanta? Fanta. Yeah, it started Fanta. in Germany. Fanta. Like, don't you want a Fanta? Fanta? Wanta Fanta. I thought it was Fanta. Like, uh, that's I mean, susceptible too, but it's if wrong. If you're a, a heathen. Oh, okay. Well, guess I'll die. Yeah. Rip. You ever, okay. wa- you ever watch uh, candy or I mean, videos? I've heard, I haven't been to Japan myself, but like some of my classmates did, and they ran across this drink called Happiness. I'm not sure if you've tried it rich because you've been there basically it's tea rather than soda although it's sort of carbonated and has the same nutritional value i don't think i have but it was like apparently like this really good tea they didn't really get to describe its flavor to me but if you go there again for whatever reason get it okay i'll have to jot that down for next time Exactly. Uh, Andy, what were you uh what were you just about to say? There's a super cool documentary you should watch if you like soda. It's called it's by Obsessives. Uh, they do Oh no, it's by Chow Hound and they have a series called Obsessives and okay. it's called Soda Pop. And it's this guy who owns or maybe works at this cr- crazy cool soda store where they have like every single kind and he's super knowledgeable and charismatic, so it's just a really nice video. And I was also going to mention those candy making videos. There's that one like Singaporean channel or something where they make like oh, man. the little pandas and pigs and stuff. And they, it's really cool, the process, huh. stretching it out and stuff. Yeah, some of those uh, some of those videos where they are making like, you know, especially the really like the hard candy making the process when they, uh, yeah. they go and they make that stuff. Um, kind of how it like it starts out and like it's just like massive like. Um, massive piece and it kind of just gets like rolled and pulled and everything it ends up into this tiny little like hard candy mm-hmm. uh, really really cool really really cool process I mean yeah continue no I think that that's about it I mean you know this oh yeah we, I think we've covered a lot of soda yeah that's a great big deal I mean it's like liquid candy ain't it yeah basically <laughs> I mean easy way to go get diabetes if you drink too much of it so Oh, that's what that lack of insulin in me is? Shit. Basically. (laughs) Guys, what else do we have today? Well, I want to talk about the best candy wrappers. Hmm. Excuse me, candy covers. Um, You ever look on the cover of those Warhaves candies from earlier? I kind of like the little candy design, but I think they're outdone in the little cartoony graphic by Bazooka Joe. Mm. They even come with some shitty comic. Yeah, I think the uh, the artwork is definitely something that's underappreciated when it comes to candy. It's definitely a big part of of what it is. 
you know, I mean, candy appeals to like little kids. I mean, that's you know, and adults as well. But you know, when a little kid sees like a candy wrapper, they're kind of drawn to it just by kind of how it looks. So that that artwork and, and that design work that's on it really plays a part in kind of drawing you in and, and getting you into it. So I'd, I'd argue that the artwork and the wrapper of a candy is is really almost as important, not as important as the candy, but it's almost as important as the actual candy itself. It really sets the mood for what's going to be happening in your mouth for the next five minutes. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it, it takes you that long to, to eat that candy? Um, It depends on the candy, but I usually spend like one or two minutes on each gummy, so it'll last. Each gummy? What What? What are you <laughs> candy doing, you Matt? Buy? It's, it, it takes practice, but it's really worth it once you learn how to do it. I'm going to go tell your grandmother about this. I don't think she's going to be too happy. <laughs> she's so here right now. Nobody edits this podcast out of context. <laughs> I also want to bring up the chocolate ones because they always have this stupid, like, regal look. Like, what you're eating isn't just any ordinary diabetes and tooth decay, but fancy <laughs> diabetes. Yes. And prestigious tooth decay. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it depends on what you want. I mean, sometimes you get like a high quality, you know, a really, really, really fancy, expensive piece of chocolate. And, you know, you expect it to have some kind of, you know, regal look to it. And I guess you kind of feel kind of fancy eating something like that. It's not like you're going to the gas station, you're buying, you know, like a Hershey bar or something like that. You know, you're getting, you spend a two, three, four dollars on like a, a candy bar. You kind two, of feel three, important. four dollars, yeah. even by I candy t- standards. That's like a ripoff. Is it though? I mean, have you ever like really gotten a good expensive candy bar and just enjoyed it? Yeah, I've gotten an expensive candy bar, but I haven't gotten a good one yet. Not one worth three dollars. Oh man, you need to get out in the world more. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, it's easy for you to say, Captain Travel Agent. I, I mean, <laughs> you got to get out there. I mean, so like you know those uh, the Frere Rocher things? They're they're the uh, like those round um, those like chocolate. Yeah, like they're, they're in the, the gold foil with like the little, um, it's like Reese's cut wrapper on the bottom of it, and they're you know considered like super fancy. They're good. They're they're um, they're they're tasty. They're and they're generally expensive for it. Um, but I remember I was in happened to be in France at one point, and we were going around at this like chocolate shop that was there, and they had fresh Rochers, and that's uh. You know, that's what those things are. And they were like two and a half euros each for one of those things. That's a lot. What's that in uh, American monies? In, in freedom bucks. I mean, I think that's like closer to like $3. So, wow. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, like, I had to try it because I'm like, this, this is a fresh thing. And it was amazing and it was well worth it. And you don't – I could have eaten a ton of them. But, you know, it's not something you're like, man, I just want to sit here and eat a dozen of them. You have one and it's like, man, this is just – Really, you savor really good. it. I see. You savor it exactly. It's, I mean, it's, it's there's well one it. candy that we don't get here that Canes can get like freely, and that is the Kinder Egg Indie. Kinder Eggs. I knew someone was gonna bring that up. It's because people like Matt like choke on the toy, and and it's Me? just not. <laughs> well, I mean, can't, every can't time, having that. every time there's something bad that happens, it's always my fault. <laughs> you can't be trusted with anything. Well, we know that it's an established fact. Well. This what it computer is. is still glaring at you for what you did to it yesterday, man. I fixed my computer with my very own hands, actually, because I broke it. But I still fixed it. Because you broke it oh. in the first place. That doesn't make a difference. Oh, <laughs> uh, I thought of something. 
What do you got, Andy? It it's actually it's from Korea this time, <laughs> South Korea. Nice. Um, do you guys like popsicles? Because it's a popsicle. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, they're really good. They're called Malona bars. The packaging is phenomenal. It's beautiful. It's like I don't know. It, it really exemplifies kind of the inside juices of the fruit. They're fruity popsicles. And uh, yeah, I get them at a place called H Mart, which is near my house. They're pretty dope. You should definitely try them if you're ever in the Korean markets. Some of the Asian like ice cream popsicle stuff is like just so fascinating because they have all these like crazy like fruit flavors and stuff that you just wouldn't normally expect. Even in Japan, they have all this like like grape ice cream and you know matcha ice cream it's all this like this crazy stuff that you know you don't normally think of but it just adds like this next level of complexity to like you know your your, your sweet experience mm-hmm. you know like, i'm yeah, kicking myself for not thinking of buying grape ice cream because i did see that at my store once like it was just some shitty convenience store but like it was still at my store and it's good yeah i it was delicious but i didn't buy any more of it and now I feel like an idiot because that store is far away. I mean, you should feel like an idiot because that was a that was a stupid thing to do. Thank I'm you. You're gonna... so encouraging. I, I'm just I'm letting you know. I'm. Um... Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Well, speaking of like <laughs> weird like candy formats, like have you guys ever had birthday cake flavored soda? That sounds, I'll pass that sounds away horrible. and die no, before I, I drink that. I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I had one sip, maybe like three or four sips actually, but I and you died. Threw up, <laughs> almost threw up afterwards. Um, it was an Ooh. experience. I definitely, it was worth like the $1 that I spent on it, but I hated it. Yeah. I just, I just want the icing flavor soda. Ugh. Maybe not cake. It's called a milkshake. But it's not, it's not a milkshake. That's different. That's, ugh. oh, it has to be probably. Bubbly certain icing. Yeah, give Come me on. the give me the icing. Put carbonation in it or seltzer water. Take my money. Let me put it this way: there's there are certain collaborations that just should not happen. Bacon never don't need to happen. Basically, anything that any yeah that ugh, no anything that Oreo is doing probably shouldn't happen. I have never had a single one of the special Oreo flavors that have been like, man, this is really good. It's like, no, nothing is going to be as good as your classic, just regular Oreo cookie. The peanut butter. The peanut butter ones are terrible. Oh, no, if I that, I'd go... It tastes way better that way. It's like actual peanut butter and it doesn't taste like the fake, disgusting peanut butter that they use like yeah, the flavoring. But you shouldn't, That's I, I don't have to introduce another element other than maybe a glass of milk into my Oreo experience. You have not lived until you've dipped an Oreo in peanut butter. I think they have like a peanut butter Oreo ice cream. Yeah. How was it? I don't, That's I ice haven't cream. Had That's it. separate. I've seen it. I usually go for their pistachio myself. Um, how do you guys feel about moods and, and like candy? You got, a, you got a candy for a certain mood, like if you're sad or something? Some chocolate maybe? Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I mean, what am I go to candies just kind of for anything? Like, if I just you know need like a pickup for candy or anything like that, it's gonna be Reese's. If I need a pickup for candy, it's gonna be Smarties. 
Interesting choice. They're like Neko, but uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like pure sugar, though. I mean, it's just like eating just a little tab of sugar. Oh, excuse me. I didn't realize there were some standards here. It is kind of gross. Believe me, I've had plenty of Smarties in my lifetime. I'm not (laughs) knocking them. I just, I, I don't know. I just, I think they're great when you're like a little kid and then now it's like eh, it's it's a tab like, of sugar i like that powdery chalky texture like a lot of candies are like very juicy yeah and uh speaking very of just wet if i speaking have, of if speaking I have of just it. sugar yeah yeah but this sugar is like chalky and like compacted it's a fresh change of pace especially since i drink soda a lot of the time when i eat candy mm-hmm. just to get that extra decay in your teeth right it's like mm-hmm. candyception yeah what about <laughs> what about fun dip nice. oh crap yeah that is an experience that's like the <laughs> one candy i just don't eat any other day i would love to have been in the room where they decided to come up with that it's like what is what is the most like direct way to get an obscene amount of sugar into a kid's diet let's just give them a stick of solidified sugar and then they can lick it and then dunk it in another bag of more sugar I'm and then just lick it. Sugar. <laughs> what was that? Dunk it into a bag of, of concentrated sugar, and then that'll really show up. There, there you go. Ingenious. Wash it down with a with a nice mellow yellow, and you're good to go. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'll man. take it. <laughs> no, after this podcast is recorded, I'm going to go on a strict vegan diet, and none of y'all are going to stop me. <laughs> what does that have to do with this? <laughs> Because that just made it sound ten times more appetizing than it already is. Hey, I'm not Thank usually you. a big fan of like fruity candy, like um, Smarties and stuff, unless it's really sour, like Warheads. But like those hard mm-hmm. candies that's just like strawberry flavored, they're just kind of disgusting. Or like regular lollipops. Sour gumballs are sweet. Sour gumballs. Gum, gum, you can make exceptions for gum that no fruit rule because mm. most gums are good i don't know i had pumpkin pie flavored gum and that was disgusting but like oh god other than that you it oh, was wait, really that's the worst you've had i've had like asparagus flavored gum Ugh. i don't know i had birthday cake flavored I, I like the i like the fruity gums because they're usually pretty sour like pineapple matt why don't you just go buy a goddamn birthday cake <laughs> <laughs> when is stop, your birthday anyway? Stop trying to make, you know, other things like into birthday cake when you can just go buy a birthday cake and it's going to be 10 times better and it's going to accomplish what you want it to accomplish. I mean, when this episode of the podcast is going to be out, it's going to be the day before my birthday. So, like, I might be. Wait. Should. Hold on. You have the same birthday as my little sister. What? April 2nd? Yep. Matt, are you Uriel's little sister? I, I, I guess. I, yep, the, the <laughs> gods say I am. Okay. You it's might settled. be your long-lost twin. Holy crap. Nice. That's so cool. There's a restaurant in the States somewhere, I forget which state, where you can get a birthday cake shake, and it's supposed to be crazy. That get milkshake? doesn't sound too bad. I mean, no, it's supposed to be like, it's really famous, I think. Look it up. Another time. That sounds like something that would just be good, like not not like kind of, it's not like revolutionary or just you know like birthday cake flavored gum or anything. That seems pretty normal. 
Apparently the straw is like thicker than your fingers or something. Ow. Well, I have pretty thin fingers, so that's not saying much. Well, we're not comparing it everything everything to you, Matt. It, there's more than one person in this world, so. I bet they all look like I'm, me. I'm a, I'm a big milkshake guy. Um, I, I yes. but I usually just go for a straight, just like chocolate shake, because I mean you can't really beat that, just in most situations. Yeah, when I'm eating ice cream, I always like beat my ice cream to death, so that it's like a fake milkshake. It tastes amazing. You're making like your own soft serve. Yeah, pretty much. I, I love that. that yeah. I, I used to do that all the time when I was a little kid. Just nice. you get a, a big bowl and just mix it all up there. Okay. Um, Speaking of soft serves, at the place where I go camping every year, you can buy a soft serve ice cream. And then you get to put the ice cream on the cone like yourself instead of watching them do it. So I'd always buy the smallest cone and I would get like a foot of ice cream just stacked up on top of the cone. And the people working there always loved it. <laughs> But Crazy. then, like, you it, you never do it right because you're never, like, in practice doing it. So then it kind of, like, leans <laughs> off to one side and you're hoping to, you know, eat it quick enough that it doesn't actually melt and fall apart. And then you're always ends up a mess. By the end of the week or two that I have on vacation, I usually have have it mastered because I get it, like, every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're a pro. I'm 100 Get you a job pro. at, like, Carvel or something like that. Yeah. There you go. Man. Uh, guys, do we have anything else for, uh, for yeah. this episode? I, I want to go back to my question. What, what is that, Andy? Um, I can answer my question. Not, oh, no yeah, one else ahead. really did a little. Um, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I like to use candy when I'm at work as a kind of bit of motivation to keep going. Like I'm like, ugh, I'm fucking getting tired of this. When's lunch? Then I'll just have a little piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. That is dangerous. Yeah, you gotta moderate have, yourself. Oh god, like at my office we would have like there'd be like a bowl of candy just kind of in a central location. And you know, I'd get up and I'd go walk somewhere in the office and like, oh grab a piece while I'm walking by and then eat it. <laughs> yeah. And then like a half hour later I have to go do you know, go somewhere else and I walk by and I'll grab another one. Oh. By the end of the day you've eaten, you know, the equivalent of like three candy bars worth of stuff and then <laughs> You just hate yourself after because you're just eating too much of it. I had like a whole roll of Oreos today. I don't know. No, I had a whole roll minus four. I mean, that's pretty easy to do. I mean, I could easily crush an entire packet of Oreos in one sitting if I wasn't thinking about it. True. Even if I was thinking about it, it would be very easy to do. But uh, it's like crack. (laughs) This is a family podcast. I never do that. You know, Nabisco should use that as a slogan. Oreos, it's like crack. <laughs> wow. I mean, they could. They could. And I think they would probably just sell more. I mean, because calling no it the Oreo that. epidemic would probably take the edge off the whole tragedy. Everyone knows they're basically crack as it is. Like, when people use comparisons or, like, use parallels of, like, drugs to other things, they always talk about Oreos. So. That's fair. That's fair. A drug. Hmm. Actually, I have one more thing to, to discuss before we wrap up here. What are some like weird like formats for for your baking or for cooking? Like, you know, it, it, you know, you see like this resurgence in like weird music formats now with like, you know, like, you know, CDs are basically on their way out. But people are doing like cassettes for some 
unknown reason why anyone would want to do that anymore. Um, do you think that'll translate into like you know candy and like cookies and cake and anything like that? No. No. Absolutely not. Like you don't think like there's a subset of people that would be like, like I'm not eating this cookie unless like you know it's cooked with like a 60 watt light bulb. You know, like they're like only doing like easy bake oven cookies and stuff like that because that's like a, a pure like nostalgic format for them. I'd rather eat the easy bake oven than actually bake something in it. I mean, if there's one thing that's the product, not the process, it's cooking. Like, I'm not here because you cooked it in, like, a brick oven. I'm here because you made a damn good pizza. Or an oven. Yeah, but, I mean, if it, if you can cook, I mean, it's just heat. I mean, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not agreeing with it. I personally, I'm not a fan of, of product that comes from, you know, an easy-bake oven. But who knows? It's good. Why a turn subset out? of people. I mean, have you ever had anything good from an easy-bake oven? I'm, I'm just using that as an I example. I never have had an easy-bake oven. <sighs> Me neither. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so we're out on, on weird formats. I mean, Toblerones. They're kind of weird. <laughs> That's yeah, true. They are. You ever, I got some recently as like a Christmas gift. Um, Long story short, they were part of this TV show I was watching. And like it was an in-joke that me and my friend had. Um, The triangle design was a huge mistake. Like It's like biting into a shark's teeth. It's just a, such an inconvenience. Really, I think that I think it's pretty, uh, it's pretty perfect the size because you can kind of bite down right on top of it and it's good to go. Um, you just break it off. It with is your not hand. even a very good chocolate. Like you're better off getting those Ferrero <laughs> Rocher things. Yeah, yeah they're amazing. They're so good. Any weird formats for you, Indy? Oh, um, yeah, I could eat a, like a cassette-shaped candy, like little little candy cassettes, little. <laughs> flavored ones like gummy bears or something like a real like i oh have you seen those they, they make those giant gummies now like you see them like at like holidays but like it'll be like a like an easter bunny gummy oh Is right that like a... yeah that's that's fucking crazy man. <laughs> well i think uh sherbet ice cream is cool, pretty though. weird well it's not ice cream it's sherbet sherbet not ice cream it's pretty weird <laughs> uh it's so good though hate it it is like the oh, worst thing hate, it, i cannot it hates it. you too so i'm so glad keep it away from me if it doesn't like me then it won't that's come fine. near my mouth that's fine no problem there do you guys ever freeze your candies or your chocolate or anything oh yeah i uh i froze um what did i freeze i froze a, a, a one of those like jello like chocolate yogurt things and i took it out a while afterwards and i threw in the microwave like not thinking to warm it up and it came out and it was like chunky and disgusting oh, so that was oh, like sounds like a bad time yeah. <laughs> I love sticking like a sticking like a uh, like a baby Ruth in the freezer and mm. eating that cold I could see that I like I've really had too many baby Ruths to be honest huh. they're good it's a good classic classic candy yeah, true. Yeah. All right, I think we've uh, we're, we're we're almost at our our limit for the uh, episode here, so I think we gotta yeah. gotta wrap it up. But uh, anything else in like the world of sweets or candy that you know we we want to touch on this week? No, Matt, Indy, uh, freeze a Butterfinger and try it. That's pretty dope. 
life advice right there. Ease yourself instead of freezing all your food. I don't don't do that. Please don't stick yourself in the freezer. Um, any complaints? Please contact Matt and uh, he'll deal deal with them. Please yeah. Do not, please do not stick yourself in the freezer. We do not recommend that. I'll give you like a high five or something. Yeah, pay for your medical bills too when you die. So that's true. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, you know where to find us on Twitter at uh, Private Suite Pod uh, and at Private Suite Mag, Facebook.com slash Private Suite Mag, uh, and Patreon.com slash Private Suite Mag. Guys, until next time, um, I think that's it. Keep it sweet. Peace. See you later. Later.